0: Hey Schwein you're listening to Listen, Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty and I'm Emily.
1: Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily thoughts and comedy from Broadway Superfans.
0: From Broadway Superfans. We're back. Woo-hoo. Live, not live. <laughs> we did it. Yes, we can on time.
1: Anyway, um, today is a sad day. Oh, because Tuck Everlasting is closing.
0: But we're hopeful.
1: Definitely hopeful.
0: It got such good reviews. I think it's got a life. I'm, I'm hopeful that it has a life. I enjoyed it. I would really like to see like a yeah. other version of it. I'm mean, not like an other version, but like a a version that um, has listened to my notes,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: my personal notes. Yeah. I'm so glad I got to see it.
1: That's good. I'm. I wish I could have had that experience of seeing it with Carolee and Beth. Though. It
0: was magic.
1: I mean, that's like a a
0: once-in-a-lifetime
1: thing, I think. It's not going to happen again. Because if it comes to Broadway, Carolee will come with it. And hopefully Beth Lovell will have a different job where she doesn't need to replace. Right.
0: Because Beth Lovell should be starring in a brand new show every season. Starring in a
1: brand new show every season. That was
0: written specifically for her. How has that
1: not happened since Drowsy Chaperone? The only one she got was the turd that was Baby It's Pooh.
0: Baby It's Pooh.
1: Oh, I love Beth Lovell. I was reading an article, speaking of sad things, uh, uh, an interview that Leslie Gore did. It was a really great interview. Leslie Gore died, of course, Mm. sad, terrible. Didn't know she had cancer. I also didn't know she was a lesbian. Me
0: either, bad lesbian. But
1: she talked about Florence Greenberg Mm. and especially... Being a woman in the industry around that time And I was like Baby it's you. <laughs> How I would love to see an actual musical, musical. About oh, Florence no. Greenberg
0: That actually is like good for her legacy
1: Leslie Gore was the, in It's My Party was mm-hmm. in that terrible shit show I wonder if she saw it
0: Maybe Because she lived
1: in New York oh. Yeah
0: Well thanks for the music <sighs> Leslie. Yeah
1: The songs we're singing <laughs> <laughs> I also, I'm, like, curious to look into her. She started, like, writing stuff. I really only know her 60s hits. Sure. You know? Who Judy's doesn't? Turn to Cry, the sequel to It's My Party. Oh, I've never listened to it. I love I pop song sequels. It's the weirdest, greatest <laughs> thing in the entire world. You should listen to Judy's Turn to Cry. You can make a whole musical about
0: those two songs. Okay. Don't, no, don't. <laughs> 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 don't do it. Um. Well, Godspeed, Tug Everlasting, straight to the Broadway or someplace in the tri-state area where...
1: Oh, yeah. Come to Paper Mill.
0: (laughs) Come to somewhere else I can see you.
1: Yeah. Starting the show with very serious, serious things. I saw a show this weekend Mm. while you were away. Mm. Uh, It was a benefit performance. So it was only three performances. So sorry, you guys can't see it. Missed it. But uh, it was produced by two really great organizations, the Human Rights Watch and Girl Be Heard. And both of them are organizations that Human Rights Watch is sort of more overreaching uh, human rights violations. Domestic violence, sexual violence, uh, all over the world. Uh, Girl Be Heard is a local New York group that also highlights domestic and sexual violence. And That is a group that their works are created by the performers. Devised pieces? Yeah, I think it's devised pieces. It was an interesting show because they're very different performance types. Mm -hmm. Um, Breaking the Silence is the Human Rights Watch's show that they perform. So they did pieces from that, and Girl Be Heard did pieces from a bunch of their different shows. And Breaking the Silence is, is more of a vagina monologues thing in fact one of their monologues was by Eve Ensler I hadn't heard it it was about uh child bride Mm. so I I don't I don't know what piece that was from but Mm -hmm. I want to look into it um whereas Girl Be Heard was more it was more performance it was they did poetry and stepping and mixed songs, mixed yeah performances, yeah, pieces. mixed performances, and it was a little a little more interpretive. Hmm. um it was interesting to see the two juxtaposed. Uh, I'm not sure if this is a thing that breaking the silence, all the people in the group were British, hmm. not the girl we heard, uh so I don't know if they're touring and where uh. they go, maybe hmm. they meet up with another similar group and do these performances. But they're both really great organizations. And especially if you're in New York, Girl Be Heard does uh, school programs and workshops. And so their website is girlbeheard.org. And I think if you are in the tri-state area and... Oh, you can like bring them? Yeah. Oh, and oh that's so cool. I would say if you... I know some of you listeners are still in school. So if that sounds like something you would want to bring to your school, look into it and see yeah. if you can get your administration to bring the group to you. That's cool. Yeah. Uh and look into Breaking the Silence and Human Rights Watch too. Their website is hrw.org. Cool. Yeah. It was it was a power it was a powerful show. Especially the monologues. I cried. There was a very powerful monologue about uh Female genital mutilation was mm. awful. And that group actually had two men in it. There's another monologue about a man, and these were from their words. It wasn't devised necessarily. But about his uh, his experience where in many of these countries, rape is used to emasculate mm. men because that's obviously the worst thing that men think they can do to another man, straight men. I mean, it's the worst thing they think they can do to a lot, you know, to men and women, but especially when you're in a society where that sort of masculine nonsense is in power. So that was an aspect that... More inclusiveness? More inclusiveness, yeah. Cool. Yeah. They're really great organizations. Look them up. Awesome. It looks like they do performances a lot, so... Great. Good for them. Well, we have some announcements that happened while you were away <gasps> that we didn't get to talk about. What did I miss? A whole year from now,
0: Ugh. we oh, God.
1: will get to not enjoy because it will still be too expensive for <laughs> us
0: to go see
1: the Secret Garden yeah. concert, mm-hmm. which I did go to the Ragtime one. I think the key is getting Buying tickets early, early.
0: Before they announce a cast, yeah. which is tough because you're like, I don't know. I want to know who's cast. Yeah, 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 And then you yeah, find yeah. out and then it's sold out. But it's fine because, you know what? I was out of the country for Parade, well, right. so it's fine. It doesn't matter. It's fine. It's totally fine. It's totally fine.
1: It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> I really wanted to be at that Parade concert. Yeah. I heard it was excellent. Yeah. Um, I think it's weird that they announced so far in advance. Yeah. It's so far away from I guess now. we
1: knew about the Parade concert for a, for long, a long time, time. Though.
0: No, I mean, it is like their company's MO, hmm. but it's so bizarre to be like... Exactly a year from now, we're doing another show. Yeah, it's very strange. (laughs) I'm glad they're doing The Secret Garden. I'm so
1: excited. I hope it leads to a revival. I hope it's Sydney
0: Lucas. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I hope Parade leads to a goddamn revival. too. Obviously. More Parade, please. (laughs) More
1: Parade. (laughs) Revive Parade. Do you guys follow at Revive Parade? Because you should. On the Twitter. Yeah. Revive Parade. Every now and then, tweets out, Revive Parade. Once a day. Once a day. Every day. And then you should retweet it.
0: Unless I forget. (laughs) (laughs) And then sometimes it's every other day. Wait, it's you?
1: (laughs) No, but I'm excited about The Secret Garden.
0: Me too. I love The Secret Garden. I've never seen a production of it. Mm. She's the right age. How old is that character supposed to be? Like 12. Perfect. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Sign her up. Mm. (laughs)
1: Maybe John Cameron Mitchell can be Dickon again. It
0: is a concert version after all. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know that show very well. He's like he's like 16, the handyman? Kind of, yeah. Wait, what? He's 16? What? Yeah. John Cameron Mitchell can't play that character I know, I anymore. I was joking. Oh, okay. Also I'm that, sorry, that's why I said I it's know. a concert version. Well, I, I I was like thinking that this was maybe a character that was supposed to be like in their 20s. That, I
1: well, know. I think they aged him up for the show or they just pretended like John He's Cameron, like the guy that shows for the garden? Yeah. Right, yeah. in the book, unless unless I'm remembering it incorrectly, which is possible because I've read the book a long time ago, but I have the movie fresher in my head, and that kid in the movie is like 16. Oh
0: uh, 16 don't know. or 17. Isn't it like an old man that keeps the grounds? There is an old man that keeps the grounds. okay, but he's someone else. Yeah, I haven't seen any of this in a long time, and mm-hmm. I've never seen the musical. No, I have seen the musical. I saw it when they did it at stage door. Oh, it was very I've never offensive. seen the musical. Why? Because it was all white people. Secret Garden? Yeah. With all those like I don't know, those ghost oh. parts with like Hindu people? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I was like, it's in England on the more. <laughs> it's mostly white people. But um, yeah, because she comes her, from India. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: hmm <laughs> Right. Listen, I don't know how it was cast on Broadway, but I don't know either. Just saying. Probably, Pro- probably we'll, all same. fucking white people too.
1: <laughs> God.
0: That's gross.
1: Yeah, well, let's do better, everybody. Let's do better. Yeah, especially a concert version. I mean, in any version, but where...
0: In a concert version, like, you have no excuse. Yeah. Because always the excuse on Broadway, which is still bullshit, is that they're like, budgets. Yeah. The brown people have to mix into the background in the ensemble scenes, which yeah. they totally they could. Can, they can do
1: that anyway, you guys. It's cool. <laughs> they can be <laughs> house
0: staff. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Because
1: I think that's the only ensemble that's
0: there. Yeah. Anyway, besides, yeah. it's
1: just like maids yeah. and stuff yeah.
0: in their mansion.
1: And Martha, who's gonna play Martha? Ooh.
0: Hold, who's gonna sing? Hold on, who's gonna play all the roles? Who's gonna sing Lily's eyes? Wait, who was it? It was like Alison Fraser, wasn't it? Yeah. Or am I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I pulled that out of my brain. Yeah. Well done. Um, okay. Wait. Who do I? Um, what about? She's supposed to be like young. Doesn't matter. Well, can she play? any... Can it can be any age. Yeah, I think she's like she's, she's, she's Dickens'
1: like, older sister.
0: Wait, what? The
1: John, the John Cameron Mitchell part. She's his older sister, and they both have
0: really thick accents. Yeah, they have
1: like crazy, crazy accents. Where are they from? It's like the Moors. It's close to Scotland, but it's not quite Scottish. So it's like, yeah, it's like a weird English Scottish mix. Martha. That's why you say a name like that. Martha. Martha.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Emily Skinner. She's too old. But we know she can do accents. (laughs) Is she too old? Why does it matter? Can't that character just... She's like a maid. I don't know, but she's
1: also supposed to be like a friend to Mary,
0: like in a sort of... The, way. I mean, the only production of this I saw, all the actors were the same age. So right, a little confusing. Right,
1: and I again, to be honest, I don't know right. the show. I still choose I Emily Skinner, the movie, because and I, I know she can do
0: accents. I
1: mean, the movie in the book. Well, who's gonna be the Archibald Craven, her uncle? Who's gonna sing Mandy the- Patinkin? Well, well, all right.
0: Wasn't isn't uh, that yeah, who he, played, who in the he played in the original? <laughs> <laughs> he can still do it. <laughs> yes and if it's not Mandy Patinkin then wait i feel like we saw someone in a show oh, and we were this. like that's just a young mandy patinkin oh
1: 91 so we also have to think about the fact that oh, these this go. was like 24 <laughs> it was 24 years ago is that is my math right yeah no that sounds right it's crazy so mandy patinkin is like in his 60s so he was
0: like in his 40s danny burstein Danny Boom Danny Fucking Burstein <laughs> <laughs> Yep You're welcome Everyone I need, I need it Right <sighs> Danny it's Burstein like Sydney Lucas or something. No but legitimately I think I it's still Danny Burstein Jackman, Because but, yeah. isn't Danny Burstein's Gonna increase star power With Fiddler uh, Yeah So Danny Burstein Sydney Lucas Next year oh Take God. it to Broadway Next Fall oh, 2016 the funny thing is Is
1: that Rebecca Luker Played Oh, Lily, The dead mom the dead mom in the original. So that could be um Kate so, Baldwin. Hmm. let's see. Where's Martha? Allison Fraser. I don't know how old Allison Fraser is. It's not on her IBDB. Oh. I'm just now I'm also curious as to how old these people were. Right. Um Allison Fraser is a professional actress and does not give her age.
0: <laughs> I would guess that Allison Fraser is in her 50s. That's yeah,
1: I would guess that too. Sorry if that's too old. Um. All right, so she was in her 30s, but probably looking to be in her 20s, right? Okay, in the show.
0: Hmm. Leanne Larkin. I don't know why. I would. I like that. Right. Yeah, I like that a lot. I mean uh, the the problem with this is that we would need to hear these people's accents. Well, sure. The accent is do. very the very, accent very, very, is important. very important. I think Kate Baldwin should
1: play the dead mom. I mean. John Cameron Mitchell was 27 when he did.
0: And he, the character's supposed to be 16. About that. All right. Sure. But I don't know, you know,
1: if they aged him up. The Secret Garden.
0: <laughs>
1: well, what about the, uh, the, bo- the other boy, her cousin, Colin? Who's, who's like a, around over the, the same sick age. kid. Oh, it could be one of Sydney Lucas's brothers. Okay. The older one.
0: Sure. I don't know what their names are. Me either. <laughs> Josh is the younger one. Josh Lucas? Too many Josh Lucases in this world. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> wait, I th- wait.
1: <laughs> That's the name of what's her face's terrible husband on the mysteries of Laura.
0: Jake, excuse me, Jake, Jake Lucas, Lucas. Mm-hmm.
1: which is the name of the character of Whoa, Laura. What's her name? <coughs> what on the mysteries of Laura?
0: Laura. Deborah. Deborah Messing. Messing. Oh, I was her like, name escaped me. <laughs> okay,
1: because she's not very well known. Nope. Um. Anyway. I like our cast, Danny
0: Burstein. Danny Burstein, Sydney Lucas, you're welcome, everyone.
1: Yep. (laughs) Oh my God, that would be so good.
0: Right? Oh, that would be so good. Yeah. So good. (laughs) Get on that, Broadway. Um, I need it.
1: I need it. Other casting that was announced when you were gone was Mm. Kate Baldwin and Graham Rowett in Bells Are Ringing. I'm pretty excited about this. In Pittsfield. Massachusetts. Yeah, it's not too far. It's really not too it far. It didn't take us that long to drive yeah. there. It I was like, like a late night because after the show's over, right, we driving back. back. So I would think we could either look for probably an expensive bed and breakfast there huh. or go to a matinee. Matinee this time. Or just deal with it. Yeah,
0: it wasn't. But, um, I mean, I'm a night owl, so yeah,
1: it was, <laughs> wasn't a. Although. There were a million Oh, we deer. did see a lot
0: of... It was very... Ter- uh, it was I was the one dark, driving. It was scary. There, there was a lot of deer fucking deer everywhere. on the side of
1: the road. Oof. So We saw like 20 of them. Yeah. Um, I think th- like almost 30. We were counting. There was a lot. It was a little terrifying that they were
0: going to run in front of our car. So, uh, yeah. I was but pretty freaked out. But other than that... <laughs> It was freaky. There was like, yeah, yeah, I had to use my high beams a lot. It was scary.
1: If you are in New York, though, go see shows in the Berkshires.
0: Yeah, it's not that far.
1: It's not that far. The train it's a nice goes drive. to
0: that to Pittsfield too. Probably. Yeah, because I remember walking past the train station, so mm. you could take the train there. Quite, I am pretty sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, we saw their production of Little Night Music last summer, and With it was Kate high quality. High quality. Yeah, it's a cute theater
1: too, mm. the Colonial. It's adorable. It's really cute. Um, like, old-fashioned-y theater. Yeah. And I love that show. It's me weird. Me too. I'm excited to see it again because I only saw the Encores version. Right, me too. Uh, it is weird. Falls in love with him I can't wait to listen
0: to, oh my God, I love, uh, uh, I'm Going Back. Oh, yeah. I love that song yes. and Kate Baldwin's going to sing it.
1: And the artwork is so fun. It's very, like, pop art. Yeah,
0: it's cute. Yeah. Can't wait.
1: Another casting notice, big casting notice, the entire cast of Ever After <laughs> is still not announced with the exception of Christine Ebersole. Holy shit, it's very fucking exciting. It's going exciting. to be Angelica Houston. Very fucking exciting. Right? Oh Isn't that God. what she calls her in the movie? I don't remember. I saw the movie not that long or ago. Or I'm just conflating that with Cinderella, the most recent stage version because she called her Madame.
0: Oh, did she? I don't yeah. know. I don't remember anything. But um <laughs> I watched this movie like a couple of months ago mm-hmm. and I am I'm excited. I feel like the she's not like a completely wicked stepmom. I mean, she's obviously makes poor choices, but I felt like in Ever After as opposed to like in Cinderella stories, like mm-hmm. in Cinderella stories they're like evil stepmother. And in this one they're like listen, this woman was like her her husband died the day she showed up. <laughs> and she was then all of a sudden left in charge of this yeah. household with no income and, like, had an extra daughter. Like, all yeah. she was trying to do was, like, provide for her two daughters. Now she has three and still has, you know, like, obviously she had, you know, gained right. some income and wealth or whatever, like, inheriting his estate. Yeah. But I feel like in the Ever After, they're, like, it's a little more sympathetic to her plight. Yeah. Although she is still, like, the evil stepmother who gets shit in the end.
1: Well, overall, the that movie... Does just a better job of making everyone actual human beings with Whoa. traits and complexities <laughs> and yeah. not just characters. Oh, I
0: realize that arcs. I do need to see that new stupid Cinderella movie. Why? Because Haley Atwell plays Cinderella's mother uh, and I love her right now because all I'm watching is Agent Carter. Mm. I've watched all the episodes like twice mm. or three times. But do you really need
1: to go see that,
0: Cinderella? No, I mean, I'll maybe? wait till it's on Netflix.
1: They are. I went to JCPenney to buy new bras yesterday, and the <laughs> Cinderella dress is like in a glass case oh. uh, at the Manhattan Mall. I'm sure it's in a lot of JCPenney's, but I guess Cinderella has paired with JCPenney because oh. those two are natural. Sure, um, that's, It's just sitting there okay, with the tiniest waist that ever so existed. Hm. But I'm so excited. I can't wait to hear what the rest of the casting is. I I haven't seen the movie since college, probably, so I what? think I want to watch it again now. I thought it, it was one of now. those movies
0: that's like your favorite movie. mm Oh. No. Oh.
1: I mean, I like it. I just I didn't... I thought
0: it was one of your faves.
1: No. I just haven't... I don't know.
0: Okay. Seems like something you would really like. I love it. I love I love Drew Barrymore, and I love Ooh. that she's a kick-ass independent lady. Yeah. She's great.
1: I love Drew Barrymore, too. I don't know. I just... I don't know why it didn't get me... Not that I was like I don't like this, but I saw it and I was like I like that movie,
0: and that was it. Oh my god, I would have put it in your realm of like Kate and Leopold. Like I love status, Kate. Well, right. Kate and Leopold
1: is nonsense. <laughs> no, but
0: I mean like you're when you you just are like I fucking <laughs> oh, love that movie. I, love Kate and I would Leopold. have think that if someone was like Ever After, you would be like I love that movie. Like oh yeah, ever after. Right. That's so reaction. like if you're around Patty, you can say Kate and Leopold, <laughs> and she goes, Ugh, I love them. <laughs> like, it's so terrible. I was mean, the same if you mentioned like Carolee Carmello. Well, right, me. right. I'll be like, oh my god, I love her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a great movie. I watched. Well, like.
1: hopefully when I watched again, I'll be like, oh god, yeah. Why didn't I like?
0: Because you know why she fucking loves books, Patty. Mm, I do remember she that. Loves I books. remember that. Yeah. yeah. That's like the thing that the print, the reason why the prince falls in love with her because mm. he's like a girl
1: that reads books. Books? Oh my God. <sighs> um, <laughs> Who do you think is going to be Ella? What's her name? No, that's mm. not her name. What's her name? She's like
0: think, a... Oh, I don't know. I it? thought it was Ella.
1: Maybe it is. That makes sense. But then in my head, they're like, we are not using anyone's real Cinderella names. Right. What is it? I'm going to look it up. Danielle is her name.
0: Ah. Danielle
1: L. Got it. Yeah, L. Ah, ah, that makes sense.
0: Well done, everyone.
1: <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> anyway, who do you think is going to be Danielle? I don't know. Or like, who would we
0: cast? Jesse Mueller. Oh, Jesse Mueller would be good. Yeah. What's she doing right now? She's still in Beautiful. Did she leave yet? Uh, I think she leaves at the end of March. Mm. I didn't um, think she. Had and left, then she's aunt. doing waitress. A waitress. So she's That's all right. Tied she's up. all
1: booked up. Yeah. Well, shoot. It was her birthday last week. Oh, happy birthday, Jesse Mueller.
0: Happy birthday, Jesse
1: Mueller. Margot Seibert? Margot (laughs) Margot Seibert. Oh, I (laughs) I would love that. Oh, my God. She would be great. She would be great. I don't know. See, I guess the problem is we don't know what the music sounds like, so we don't know what kind of voice they're looking for, which is part of it. But I would think based on the way this story is told, it wouldn't be like a Laura
0: Osnes soprano. Also knowing most of Marcy and Zena's. stuff. Well, that's true. Yeah. I feel like they go for belters more. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I'm my so God. excited to Margot hear. Margo would
1: be great. Yeah. I'm so excited mm-hmm. to hear a full Marcy and Zena musical. Me too.
0: I love them. I love yeah. their songs. I'm very excited about this show. Me
1: too. Who's going to be the prince? I don't care. I know. What <laughs> if it was Andy Carl? Even though he's doing a Broadway musical. <laughs> <laughs> also, because I just accidentally Dreamcast Andy Carl and Margot Seibert
0: ah, together reunion. again. Whoops! Um, I was just trying to think of someone you like. I love Andy Carl. I know who's going to play his parents, Christine Baranski. Can <gasps> she be in this too? Can she yeah. play one of the Beth Level? <gasps> Beth Level will play the. I mean, it's a, it would be like a well, tiny yeah. part. Which I, well, no, I bet it's. I bet those characters are still in the musical.
1: Well, they probably. Yeah, can't wait to see the show. So far away, it is. We have Hunchback, though, in between. I'm excited about that. I'm very excited about Hunchback. Hunchback is one of my favorite.
0: <gasps> I don't know that I've ever seen the movie. Disney movies. If I have, and it's it was so like when underrated,
1: I was a kid. and I understand why. Because what a weird fucking choice of a novel to turn into a children's movie. Because it is about. It's like super. It's like Les Mis. It's by the author oh. of Les Miz. So they did a good job of. Of lightening it right. But it still is Way more dark Than they, any didn't other Didn't they change Disney The movie. ending
0: Isn't the ending Like everybody dies And they were like He gets married To that pretty girl Well they didn't He
1: doesn't get married To her um, But they didn't It's not like The end of the book What happens they At went the end of the book, like, Everybody dies He dies I actually didn't I haven't I've read Les Mis. I've never <laughs> read uh, Hunt A Hunchback of Notre Dame <laughs> But uh, I'm not Exactly sure But I know It's like a much more It's like a darker ending Um but they, it's still, it's like a. Does happy he have an ending, animal friend? He doesn't have an animal friend. He has gargoyle friends, <laughs> which come to life. I'm pretty sure they're not in the, in the show.
0: Apparently, there are a lot of bells in the show. That makes sense. I mean, I just from like a couple of pictures of production. Listen, shows.
1: if Hunchback is half as good as the Disney show, the Disney, the Disney World show of Hunchback, <laughs> I'll be happy because that. Disney World, but you know, most Disney World shows are like really cheesy or they're like theme park shows, right. you know, but the Hunchback one was really good. It was still like a 30 minute version of the show right. or of the movie, but it was really good.
0: If anyone's um, interested in half hour versions of musicals, check out on YouTube. You can watch a half hour version of the Beauty and Beast starring Stephanie J. Block. <gasps> from her time at I've Disneyland I've seen that
1: show well not the Disneyland one you but should I'm watch sure it, you should watch
0: the Disneyland version with Stephanie J. Block. I should when she was like 17 or something like that she's a
1: perfect great. Belle
0: right? yeah yeah she played it for like a long time when heck she worked with at Emma Disneyland. Watson
1: what? I don't know Emma Watson's gonna be oh right that's a thing yeah. that's happening who did they just announce someone who was gonna be Miss Potts Emma Thompson so Emma Thompson is in talks
0: ah uh, but here's my question is how is that work no a live action idea. version how is that gonna work I have no idea is she just gonna be like cgi giant teapot are they gonna put her well, in like a foam suit and like how
1: beastly is the beast going to be because the is it gonna be like that a tv good show of him being like real scary right and he's big big right and then also when he turns into a human he's not like an attractive human, cartoon human man I don't know. I'm sure you uh, don't care no but like the only sh- of all the Disney princess princes, yeah. princes he's like um, at the bottom of the list <laughs> Robin Hood the Fox is at the top
0: of the list <laughs> he's cute wait <laughs> wait a wait. fox <laughs> wait the top hmm? of what list my list of attractiveness of princes Robin Hood the Fox is really foxy is really foxy <laughs> That's so weird. I'm not the only one who
1: thinks that. I don't know what they did, but actually, hold on, let me look up what his name is. I
0: feel like Robin Hood, the Fox movie played by Christian Borle before the arms. Yeah. Right? Yeah. B.A., before arms. B.A. Did you see those pictures from the Something Rotten press event? Uh, yes. With Christian Borle's arms? <laughs> yes. Listen, I'm a lesbian, but I think his arms are out of control. Mm. I mean, I don't know, straight person. What do you think? Yeah. They they look good. Oh, okay. They're
1: good. Well, enjoy
0: that, I'm everyone. I'm
1: um, I was going to say the voice of Robin Hood the Fox that I think is most of his charm is Brian Bedford, who I don't think you saw it, but a few years ago, there was a production of The Importance of Being Earnest. Didn't see it. Where uh, uh, that was my introduction to Santino Fontana. Ah. But um, Lady Bracknell, who's like the uppity, uptight, Upper crust English woman who comes in and ruins all the, all the oh. fun essentially, usually played by a woman as it is a female role was played by Brian Bedford who oh. also directed the production. And I'm watching this this amazing production of it. I'm enjoying it. It's great. And then I like looked at my playbill and he was like, <laughs> oh, of course what? now he's like seventy or something. But I was like, oh Robin Hood the box. Oh
0: well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. I, I'm trying to think if there are like cartoon lady characters that I was into. Mm-hmm. I mean, like,
1: well, and an animal. That's the weirdest that's part the, about well, it. Yeah, because like an I animal. don't know, Jessica Rabbit is like a sexy, over sexually. Isn't she a human? But that's what I'm saying. She's a human. So, but what about Robin Hood the fox?
0: Makes him so foxy. I don't know. That's weird. But. It's, I love the little mermaid. Mm, She's half fish. She is half fish. That's true. I don't, I don't know.
1: I'm trying to think of Lady. I don't know. What about. Um, I can't remember what her name is, but did you see Space Jam? The bunny. No, no. The girl bunny. There's a girl bunny. I've never seen that movie. You should see Space Jam. Space Jam. Jam. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about ever after? <laughs> I can't wait. I was like, wait, I can turn this this discussion of Robin Hood the Fox into a Broadway discussion by bringing up Brian
0: Bedford. <laughs> That's funny. I hope that um, I know in the workshop that mm-hmm. Da Vinci was played by Tony Sheldon. Oh, So I hope that's still true Because when I was re-watching the movie a few months ago I was like are they seriously going to keep in This fucking wackadoodle Da Vinci character Because <laughs> I don't know Why he's in the movie Like he's just Very aloof and he's there And he's like he's kind of like the mysterious man Where he mm. shows up and is like And then like disappears
1: Well there's that whole thing. And then he
0: like saves them in the end And yeah. his inventions are like help them do shit But Tony Sheldon a good choice. If I wish it was Nancy Opal, <laughs> that'd be fucking amazing. Yes. If Nancy Opal played Da Vinci, shit. Yes.
1: What did we just see? We saw Tony Sheldon in an encore show. What encore show was it?
0: The Bandwagon. That's right. He was great in that show. I mean, he's great in everything. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Are the two things that I've ever seen him in. Right, me too.
1: <laughs> Both of those things he was great
0: in. Um, uh, Christine Eberson. Oh, God, that's going to be perfect. She's going to be amazing. I listened to Grey Gardens while I was on vacation and was like, (laughs) and I was like, look, we had a long drive, and Mm -hmm. I listened to, with my mother, Sideshow, Carolina Change, Grey Gardens. What's the other one? There's something else I made. Oh, The Color Purple. Mm -hmm. Listen to all these and just was like, I was like, Mom, do you know what Grey Gardens is? And she was like, no, what's that? And I was like, well, let me tell she you. She doesn't
1: she didn't know about the documentary. Nope.
0: Oh. So I had to explain that to her. Interesting. And then I explained the musical to her.
1: Oh, uh, my mom probably doesn't know about the documentary in yeah. Grey Gardens either. Anyway. Um Christine Eversoll is God. That's all. Oh, I was watching that SNL 40 show and I was thinking about Christine Ebersoll. Because she was did you know that she was on SNL for a year?
0: What?
1: <laughs> As a cast member? Uh-huh. When it was uh, in the '80s when Lauren Michaels left, it was a bunch of like, for the most part, unknown people. Holy shit! Uh, and it was off like it as it much as bad. everyone now every season people are like SNL's terrible the but the season was actually you know, terrible the season was was pretty terrible and they weren't sure if it was going to come back and the network was like Lauren we need you to come back because it's
0: What year was this? Uh, I just was trying to look it up. Wait, I only watched like the tail end of that mm-hmm. that SNL special um did they like what did they show like everybody? Were they like honor all the cast members? They didn't show everybody, but
1: uh, I was thinking about dear sweet Christine Eversall and
0: she wasn't a part of the show at all. Well, was she in the audience,
1: she was, and I'm glad that I saw her show because in the one shot that I could see her in, I can only see her hair, but sitting next to her on the aisle. Full to camera
0: was her son who did her show, oh. and I was
1: like, "Christine ever saw hair and her son, yay,
0: she's there." <laughs> I like when I turned on, I'm I think I saw Christine Baranski sitting like in the back. Oh,
1: there were a lot of people. I mean, there. everyone in the audience. Like, I don't, like. I don't really know what the criteria for for getting into that show was, but there were like. Ryan Phillippe was there. I saw like it was just seemed like to be a lot of random people, but yeah, our Christine Ebersole, Broadway's Christine Ebersole, what year? Saturday Night Live from eighty one to eighty two.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, neither of us were born. uh, So did you? I just found this out. I just downloaded onto my phone right now. Um, The SNL app Mm -hmm. has every single sketch ever. Like you know how it's like impossible to watch a goddamn SNL sketch on the internet because they're so, they're policemen. Yes. SNL app. I just searched Christine Ebersole's name and all these sketches popped up. I'm assuming that these are the, the sketches are from the season that she was in. Oh my God, look. Okay, so if you go, if you download the, if you download this SNL app, All of the sketches that have ever been on Saturday Night Live are on it. You can search Christine Ebersole's name and bam, all the SNL sketches that Christine – I didn't even know she – this is insane. I can't believe you didn't know that.
1: I mean, I guess I can, but –
0: I mean – It's one of my
1: favorite, like, trivia things about Christine Christine Ebersole. Ebersole.
0: That's fucking amazing. I'm going to watch all of these. Yeah. Everyone, go watch Christine Ebersole's SNL days. She's the best. And then if you see her on the street, don't talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) listen anyone who you may encounter in the world who was only on snl for one season uh, don't talk about yep, it it's yep, awkward
1: yeah until
0: they talk about it yeah only if they bring it up <laughs> same thing like you don't talk about parade to Carolee Carmelo right. unless she brings it up right but she never has no <laughs> interesting at least to me yeah in the like two times that i've talked to yeah her. yeah or people's divorces don't be a dick don't be a dick <laughs> Don't be a fucking asshole.
1: Yep. Uh, so, along with just being a darling of musical theater, Kristen Chenoweth oh, also saves the show. Sort saves of.
0: shows, sort of. I was actually a little. This headline about the um, uh, on the twentieth century mm-hmm. being canceled was a little confusing because it was like on the twentieth century was canceled. Kristen Chenoweth performs for everyone. And yeah. I It's like wait, so the show? Wait, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it also. I don't know. Made it sound like she gave a concert, right? Something.
0: It made it sound like they were like, "Sorry, the show's canceled. Here's a two-hour Kristen Chenoweth concert right, instead." And that's not what happened. It, but super classy of her. Um, I can't believe the show was canceled show so close to showtime. That's that true, there was people Peter in Gallagher seats. Was
1: like trying to fight through it, and yeah. they as as what happened was Scandalous. The understudy was, was not wasn't Rehearsed. rehearsed. Guys, you have to rehearse your understudies in case someone gets sick during the first week of Uh previews, so you don't have to cancel two performances. (laughs) Especially if your leading actress is in every scene of the show. (laughs) But anyway, so yeah, it is strange that they have
0: to cancel. They canceled like a a performance of cabaret too
1: for the same problem. Alan Cumming epidemic. But Kristen Chenoweth, being the trooper that she is, was like, "You guys came out." It's shitty New York weather. I will sing a song for you, and she did.
0: I wonder what the comp situation like. Everyone got like vouchers to buy to get there to see the show again or something. And then um,
1: I think the there's like a big tap number in the show. Oh right, and they did the tap number. Did
0: the tap number, and then they were like, "Bye." (laughs) I wish I had been there. Yeah.
1: Damn. Yeah. Oh well. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay
0: here. I'm crazy excited to see that fucking
1: show. I'm excited, too. It sounds delightful. Yes. I'm excited to see Kristen Chenowith in a show that's uh, not Promises, Promises. Me, too. Or Music in the Air. I feel like I do not take for granted the fact that I've seen Kristen Chenoweth live, but I'm excited to see her in a show that I feel will be good. Yes. <laughs>
0: I get it. Yeah, because the couple times, I've, you know, I saw Promises, Promises. I think, I think I only saw it once. No, yeah. maybe I saw it twice.
1: Maybe you went back. I definitely only saw it once.
0: Yeah, and then um, I saw Music in the Air three, three times hmm. in that one weekend. But those were both like that was a long time ago. Yeah, and the times when I've seen her in concert, I mean, she is absolutely incredible. Do you
1: remember how crazy the stage door was for Promises, Promises? Yes. Since her Glee fame has. Dimmed a smidge. Do you think it's it's not going to be that crazy? Uh, I think it will be. Do you? Yeah, I'll be interested to see if it is is. still. I mean, screaming teenage fans. Mm, that's interesting. I know, like, I know she will always have that like teenage girl. She'll have that demographic on lockdown. I know that. I'm just curious. But as think to about what the stage
0: door was like when we went to see Music in the Air. The stage door was crazy there too. It wasn't promises. Promises
1: was like that Daniel was also- Radcliffe
0: crazy. Like, you yeah, should I guess watch I've never the been Promises the
1: Promises video again If you haven't seen I
0: mean it. I remember it was it was crazy And it was crowded yeah. and stuff But you also had Sean Hayes
1: That's true That's true Sean Hayes And Tony Goldwyn All those people there right. With Tony Goldwyn. Right and Katie Finneran
0: Who yeah. did not come out and sign autographs Oh that's
1: right I forgot about right? that
0: Because she was like Nobody cares And I was like
1: Mush. Did she even take a bow She probably was
0: like Did her scene Bye. Went home. No I'm pretty sure she's there At the current <laughs> call uh, But she snuck out And yeah. did not sign autographs And I really wanted her autograph Because I love her but uh, I, I think her, though, the stage door is going nonsense. to be bananas. Mm-hmm. Kristen Chenoweth is much more famous than she was a few years ago.
1: See, I don't I feel like she like when Promises Promises happened, she was at her peak because of Glee. She hasn't been on Glee in a long time. When was Promises and Promises? T- 2010, 2009-2010 because uh, when we when and saw Meredith she was on Glee, like, right before that. When did Glee start? I don't know. I was living at my new apartment. In
0: my mind, those two timelines aren't the same. Mm. Like, in my mind, I don't think that Glee and Promises, Promises. I feel like Glee was after Promises, Promises. Let's see. I think you're hoping that that stage door is not going to be crazy, and I think it is going to no, be No, no, I don't <laughs>
1: really think I'll go to the stage door. I'm just
0: curious. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, wasn't Promises, Promises right after that show about pies got canceled? Uh, Pushing Daisies. I love that show. Oh, so
1: good. Glee started in May two thousand nine. So I'm just curious as to when Kristen was on two thousand March of two thousand ten right. is when oh. Promises, Promises started. I'm sorry, I thought you were looking up her Glee episode. Sorry, I just looked up her Wikipedia page, so it was uh, all there. Her first Glee episode was September of two thousand nine, and then April. So I guess just I guess she was just on one episode of Glee.
0: Is it really, was before, it really only one episode? Well, wow. before
1: Promises, Promises, oh.
0: and then she was
1: on. She was on five total episodes.
0: She's almost a million followers on Twitter. I don't know. I feel like I would, this has been a long discussion about whether or not the stage door at On the Twentieth Century is going to be crazy. I was but just curious. <laughs> I think it, I think it'll still be pretty nuts. Yeah. Well, I think one of the other things about the Promises, Promises stage door that added to the clusterfuck was the how they assembled the barriers and stuff. That's true. Because we were all, like, We were, like, them. They, they, we were, pushed they pushed us into us a little pig pen. Yeah. It was, like, a very small, they pushed us into a very small yeah. confined space because they didn't have, like, a lot of barriers so that we could spread out. They were yeah. making us all get very close and be, like, five people yeah. deep. Which makes it for a very difficult stage mm-hmm. tour. Anyway, if anyone's been to the On in the 20th century century stage tour... This whole us, discussion <laughs> was useless. And send us an email and let, us, let us, know us know if it's busy and stuff. And if Christian Chenoweth takes pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit, if she takes pictures, I will totally stage tour. <laughs> I'll be like, Kristen Chenoweth, remember us? I know, I was going to say, do you think she remembers us? Probably. When I oh. saw her, she had like a CD signing or maybe it was her... No, it must have been in her a CD her book, signing. Well, because huh. we went to her book signing, didn't we? We went. No, I didn't go. You didn't.
1: There was one it? time when you went, and that's when she was like, I remember "Yeah, you. that was
0: a CD signing." Because oh, okay. I went to when I went to her book signing. That was that was before we had made oh, okay. that video, because it was like the, her book signing, and before her book signing, they shoehorned in a Shoshana Bean CD signing, which oh. is how I became obsessed with Shoshana Bean actually. Oh. Because Barnes and Noble was very, very tricky because all these people came to line up for this Christian Channel with book signing that was at like 5 p.m. I had been lined up for a long time. I was very I was like at the front of the line. And they came over and they were like, there's another signing that's happening at like 4 p.m or like 3 30 or something like that. And if you wanna um if you want to like ho- like if you're going to that we're going to let people into the room for that signing and we're not going to clear the room. Uh. So anyone who goes to the first signing gets to hold their seat. And I'm like, but you I've also been have sitting to buy here a CD
1: for the first v- signing." Yes.
0: And they were like, "Surprise." And it was Shoshana Bean and it was when her first album Superhero, Superhero Superhero came out. And so me and like the other people that had been sitting in line for like hours at the front of the line, well, we're like, "Well, you're basically forcing us to buy this album if we want to yeah, keep our spot for sucks. the Christian Chenna thing, which is obnoxious." But I fucking I had seen Shoshana in Wicked And I was like, I remember that she has an amazing voice Her sure. album was like $12 or something And I was like, I'm game I love her, I like, saw her in Wicked And then she was so fucking nice well. I think she understood what was going on uh-huh. <laughs> um, But I was like, oh, I saw you in Wicked I took a picture with her actually It's really awkward because it was one of those times Where they were like, in you stay on your the, side of the table yeah. And she'll stay on her side of the table so And it was weird. a big table But um, yeah, like she Carol was Channing, super nice Our photos and, with Carol Channing yeah where we're just like,
1: ah! No photo with Carol Channing is awkward because she just radiates
0: love. Love. Yep. (laughs) But yeah, um, why did I start this story? Oh, oh, because then the other time when I I went to a CD signing of Kristen's Mm -hmm. and I went with... My friend David, who, like, used to, like, be part of her fan club um, and stuff and, like, actually legitimately very much knows her or, like, she knows him. Um, And when we were getting our CD signs, he was like, this is my friend Emily. Do you remember? She made that video. Blah, blah, blah. And Kristen was like, oh, my God, yes. People still make fun of me for about that. And I fainted. I'm a ghost now.
1: I don't know if you are aware of what we're talking about, but we made a video, uh, an open letter to Kristen Chenoweth because there was a time... On Twitter, mm. I think she still does it a little bit, but not Every as much. Every once in much. a while, not Especially as much. Especially because she's not in New York. I think right. that's part
0: of the difference. But, like, this was also back in the day when, like, I mean, I would have to look at that video again, but I think when we made that video, she had between, like, one hundred and two hundred thousand and 200,000 followers. Mm-hmm. She's like, a million followers yeah. now, almost.
1: She would routinely tweet where she was, though. She'd mm-hmm. be like, I'm at this Starbucks.
0: Yeah, like Starbucks.
1: Don't say where, like, specifically, like, I am at this Starbucks on 57th. Right. Or whatever between this. And I this. think
0: Kristen Chenoweth's favorite Starbucks is the one that's on fifty eighth between eighth and ninth, the one across from Columbus you're, Circle. You're helping the problem. Well, she does. Anyway. I'm sure she sh- fucking doesn't go there anymore.
1: I'm sure she does. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. We were like, stop tweeting your location and stop tweeting on <laughs> Ambien because she's also, she's still, she's adorable and her delightful. Her Twitter's pretty Every great. now and then she'll still like respond to someone that I think was a text message. Yes. But she'll be like, see you in five right, minutes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she'll tweet it. Love her. She's the best. Right. But then she saw the video and she right. tweeted, like, thanks, Patty and Emily. Yeah. Sorry. Message received. Message received. Something like that. Something like that. And it was the greatest day oh my of my God. entire life. It was so fucking exciting. It was very, very, was, very exciting. Well, also, because this is like, right. This you is you like. You
1: sleeping and you were very frustrated.
0: I was extremely frustrated because <laughs> you were asleep <laughs> and I was like texting you 500 times, being like, Kristen Chenoweth just tweeted about us. Wake the fuck up. What is wrong with you? Wake up! Yeah. It was very exciting because that was like pre-everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because that was one of the first when we started like not just talking about stuff. We're like, we're going to make a specific video. Video, Right. Yeah. The beginning of it all. Kristen Chenoweth is the Alpha and Omega. (laughs) Aw. Well, that's kind of all the news stories we have from the past two weeks. Not too much happened, but, you know, season's just gearing up. But we have... We've gotten a lot of questions and a lot of Dreamcasts, so we're gonna get to some of them. We can't get to all of them. We have this email from Danny, and Danny had some questions. Danny also sent a Folly Dreamcast. We've Ooh. already done a Folly mm. Dreamcast, um, so I don't know if we're gonna get to that today, but maybe we'll come back to it. Um, but. Danny asks us, what are our top five favorite recordings? Cast recordings? And, yeah, and his point, which I think is a good one, is I don't know if they are the same as your top five shows. Right. Which I don't think they are.
0: Mm. There's a lot of there, there's a lot of overlap because sure. like Sideshow, which is my all-time favorite show, that cast recording and the new cast I recording say, is, that, are also. The new one was just released, which right. I haven't listened to yet. Are also like excellent in my mm-hmm. top. Deserose that mm-hmm. cast recording that's is a great. Insanity. Cast recording it's because so it's so good. The, show. It's the whole show. Ooh, I would say okay. A show that's not in my top five that is definitely in my like top like two of all time mm-hmm. cast recordings is Aida. Oh, I right. listen well, to Aida all yeah. the time. Yeah, like I I like don't change the music on my phone that often Mm -hmm. and Aida is always on my phone and when I'm like I don't have anything to listen to I always just listen to Aida yeah like constantly yeah um so Aida is definitely in my top cast recordings but it's not my top musicals Mm what else uh The Color Purple Mm. which is also I mean like yeah but I tell you none of the cast recordings of Gypsy are anywhere on the list of Ah. cast recordings but Hmm. but Gypsy is one of my favorite shows sure
1: that's interesting, but it makes sense cuz then how do you pick which cast recording of gypsy? Well,
0: mostly just cuz that Patty LaPone cast recording is awful. Oh. It's not good.
1: <laughs> that makes sense. It just I guess, doesn't like I've, that like, show was so like, it's just yeah, not it doesn't, can't capture, the capture, it. It doesn't mm-hmm. capture the show. It
0: doesn't capture the show. I think did you very, do 5? I don't know. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. What about you? I would Ragtime.
1: Say, I think Ragtime definitely uh, which is course which corresponds. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of mine don't correspond, Hell. I think. Joseph, Joseph is one of them. Joseph isn't in, isn't in my top five, uh, even though I love it so right. much. But it's just it's nonsense. So I don't know that I can kick it in there. It's like I don't I don't call things guilty pleasures because I don't right. feel guilty about liking them. Right. But I but know like what that it type is. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, but I love it. And actually, the one that I listen to is the Donny Osmond cast recording because that's the show that I saw. Um, and it's the one that I know. But every time I. Uh, it was Lori Beachman's birthday not that long ago, and I posted a video of her on the Tonys. And I I don't have the original Broadway cast, and I need it because I just need to hear it. Hear it.
0: Nice. I think
1: I have heard it, and I sort of was like, "This doesn't sound like Donny Osmond." <laughs> when I was like, "Oh, you know, my love sure. for Donny Osmond knows no bounds, except for that he is a Mormon." But um, <laughs> we would just have issues. <laughs> So
0: prejudiced.
1: Um, no, I think it would just be hard, um, and only for the Mormon thing. Only, nothing else. Um, but uh, just she, Lori Beachman's amazing, and I yeah. just feel like I need to give it another chance. So, what did I say? Ragtime, obviously. Joseph, catch me. I can't oh, not yeah. say catch, catch me. me. You uh, listen to that? I a love lot. that cast recording. I love it. And I I like that it's a newer one because there are a million cast recordings that I've, like, that Joseph one I've listened to since I saw it in 1994. And it's just been, I've had that CD forever and I can't believe it's not scratched. Um, Into the Woods, which is Mm. an overlap. But I think that that cast recording. Original. original, I love the way that was recorded. Mm Mm-hmm. It sounds like a live recording, but without the terribleness of a live recording <laughs> and it's not overproduced. Um Joanna Gleason, mm. who the baker's wife doesn't need to have a super, super strong voice. And Joanna Gleason has a very specific sound. And I feel like if it had been recorded today would've it would have been auto tuned to hell
0: Boo, and i love
1: it and you can sort of hear the ambiance of the recording studio where they're recording it just it's such i just want to play that first for producers of cast recordings and be <laughs> like
0: do it like this please and thank you well you know what i want to put on the list because i yeah. listened to it recently caroline or change mm, i don't actually know uh, caroline or change that well and i need to. I really really, need to I really really need to and then,
1: I don't know, the fifth one might might be, like, a rotating one to whatever mm-hmm, I'm, like, mm-hmm. into right now because that's a hard one. Um, Scandalous.
0: <laughs> no. For me. <laughs> okay. I enjoy that cast yeah. recording very much. Mm. Um, I love
1: the 1992 revival of Guys and Dolls. Faith mm-hmm. Prince. That's a good one. Um, I don't know that I... That's an overlap, but I don't know that I would put that in my... I don't know. That last one's a hard one. Ask me on a certain day and I might say Wicked because that cast recording
0: is great. I wrecked that cast recording. And
1: God, driving around in my mom's minivan, (gasps) Uh just belting along to The Wizard and I. Yeah. Basically.
0: Yeah. That's what I would do. I mean, I'm sure Wicked got a lot of playtime, but Aida Mm. was the album of choice Mm. in high school. I mean, I listened to Wicked a lot. Yeah. But I only had I only knew like five musicals when I was in high school. Right. Like I knew like the producers and Wicked and Aida. <laughs> yeah. Those are the only and ones. Chicago. I, and Chicago. And Chicago, because that was your gateway. Hmm. Cast recording from the movie of Chicago. Right. Got a lot of play.
1: I don't. I was like mostly Joseph in high school and Kelly Clarkson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
1: well, I, I don't know that I would put Rent in there, but that was one of I. That double CD was like too expensive for me to buy, um, but my friend—not like I—I'm just real cheap. It's not like I, I was super poor. No, I, I know. like didn't feel like I needed to spend the money on that. But my friend Diana had it, and I borrowed it. And because it was the late '90s, I then re- like recorded it on cassette tapes. Hilarious. side one, side two, side three, side
0: four. I did every stole music.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I need to restole music with Napster, too. So I'm not perfect. I don't know. Yeah, I guess the fifth one rotates. There's so many great cast recordings Lots of good cast recordings. Oh, Um, I listened to Fun Home. Oh, Fun Home is a great um, cast recording. That's another one that's like the show. Yeah. Real good. Mm.
0: Great cast recordings.
1: Yeah. Anyway, everyone download all of (gasps) those. Yes. Uh, Emily, this is for you. (gasps) I don't know. Uh Uh-oh. I'm interested to hear your response. Uh Uh-oh. Emily, Alice Ripley, and Emily Skinner, or Aaron Davies and Emily Paget.
0: Unacceptable. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to answer that. I don't have answer. an answer. Like right. a, why would I don't? Why would I have to choose? Right. right. Um, they're so different, and their performances are different, and the shows that they were performing in are Absolutely. completely different. Well, so it's, it's hard, not a comparison. To it's make. hard
1: to, not that you need to or you should choose, but it was even harder because you saw one live. Right. It's you not didn't, a fair comparison. You know, that's this. You answered it exactly the way I expected you to. Um, and then this is a good question too. If you could choose one currently running show to get a Memphis or like Into the Woods style pro shot DVD, what would it be? Currently. So I mean, I guess it from right have to be, from today. I guess, I There's guess not that no. much happening well, this, right now. That's true. Jersey Boys. Throw away that movie version. <laughs> Sideshow Well Can I fucking pick sideshow I think I think Well it does say currently running But
0: Well it was this season So I say (laughs) sideshow Alright Alright Or fun home Mm.
1: Well yeah We're at a weird place To answer that question Right right uh,
0: Because there's a lot of stuff Happening But not quite yet
1: Well this is I think I made this I was saying this on An episode Not that long ago Where I was like This is why We need those Because um, Even if I don't like the movie that much of Into the Woods, I can go go watch back. the musical. And, and it's not as ephemeral as normal of just being like, it existed mm. and that's
0: good enough. I can actually watch it right. and that's fucking great. Right. Oh my god, if they could get the rights together for Sideshow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would
1: I pick? Newsies. Alright. I mean, I don't know that I need a hairspray situation where there's a movie musical version, I that would be interesting. I wouldn't say no to it, but right. I would also more be on board with
0: just a uh, recording of right. it. Right.
1: Which isn't going to happen because it's close to
0: Mark. Disney. Maybe, maybe like Cabaret. No? nah. I so prefer <laughs> the stage version of Cabaret I I to the movie that. version of yeah, Cabaret. I understand that. You know, like, I just think the stage version is better, even though Liza's performance in the movie is, like, so incredibly unbelievable and yeah. amazing. Um, I mean, I saw the production again recently, so mm-hmm. it's, like, more fresh in my mind. I'm like, this is a really good. This, the full stage version yeah. is really good. Nazis! Just, you know, that last moment. <laughs> yeah. It's really intense. Yeah. Anyway.
1: What is it even playing right now? Hedwig? Hedwig with John Cameron. Well, I guess we already have a Hedwig with John Cameron Mitchell. (laughs) I don't know. All of them. Why not? Sure. Just like cast recordings. So Danny sent this Follies cast, which I don't know that we're going to get to, but Danny also sent, we were just talking about this, and I haven't seen the movie in a long time, or maybe you just tweeted about it, Um, but he sent uh,
0: Fried Green Tomatoes. (gasps) I love that movie. I just saw it for the first time recently. I'm so excited. I saw it
1: in college. I enjoyed it i had it's so gay i i would like to see it again because i allowed myself to be upset by the spoiler alert cannibal aspect of it where i was like i can't deal with the rest of this story because that negates everything that happened before it wait what i forget that part well i guess somebody eats them well it's the same thing where it's like sweeney todd except it's
0: uh, oh, they like kill a guy and serve him in the yeah, restaurant. Which, now
1: that I think about that, I'm okay with not okay with Sweeney Todd, right. that I could deal with Sweeney Todd, which I don't think I knew Sweeney Todd when right. I watched the movie. Now I think I should just rewatch it and sure. not be a crazy person. Right.
0: It's an amazing movie <laughs> about lesbians. I think, let me double check something. Also, Kathy Bates is in it. Mm. She's great. Saran Wrap. That part when she. When she, those teenage girls steal her parking spot and they're like, sorry, lady, we're, just face it, we're younger and faster. And then she, like, backs her car into their car a bunch and, like, you know, breaks the bumper off and they come running up and they're like, what the hell? And she's like, face it, ladies, I'm older and slower and have better car insurance. (laughs) And then she speeds off.
1: (laughs) I thought. I guess I was wrong. I thought, unless it was being adapted and nothing ever came from it, I thought there was a musical and/or play version God, I of hope this. So I tweeted. Whistle I think Stop I feel, Cafe. I
0: feel like I tweeted Dreamcast because the this full when I title it. of the novel that
1: it's based on is Fried Green Tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe.
0: Hmm. Huh. Um, I had fried green tomatoes for the first time when I was in Atlanta.
1: Oh, I thought they were pretty tasty. Uh, I had them at Justin Timberlake's restaurant <laughs> in. Midtown Manhattan.
0: <laughs> Wait, so what? who,
1: who did he cast? I okay, can't. I'm just curious if there is a play. No, I don't know. I must have made that up. Okay. So as Evelyn, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates' character. Okay, Got so it. Okay. Emily Skinner has Kathy Bates' character. <sighs>
0: hmm. I mean, here's the thing about that, though. Emily Skinner is really skinny right now. That's true. So she doesn't... Really fit that character type anymore because the part of that character's like arc in the movie is that she like goes from being like a housewife who doesn't value herself to then mm-hmm. right. finding her value and like one of the things she does is start working out, right? Um, so I don't know,
1: it would be a frustrating situation to me where it would be like where they try to make a non stick thin actress the fat one because right. she's. Slightly bigger than the super skinny, right? Ultrasound. Right, because
0: she's not like Laura Osnes skinny, right? So that, yeah, because Emily Skinner is yeah. real skinny right now. What
1: about Judy Kay, who's not
0: big, but oh, she's perfect,
1: a like normal sized right.
0: human being, right? But she's she's not like older, thin. but she's like a little older. Yeah, she's a little older. Yeah, because I think. Well, I'm trying to. Th- I mean, the movie came out of mm.
1: ninety one. Kathy Bates is sixty six, so she was in her forties.
0: Okay, so yeah, Judy Kay yeah. is like perfect for yeah. that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I would want to cast like Brooke Elliott in fifteen years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. she's too young.
1: Yeah. Um. And then Nini Threadgood. These names are ridiculous. Yeah. Who was Jessica Tandy? The old woman. Right. 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 Uh. Marybeth Peel.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. No questions. Yeah.
1: Um. Kendra Casbaum is Iggy. <gasps>
0: so great
1: yes yeah absolutely yeah (laughs) i love that yeah i like i'm on board jesse mueller as ruth (gasps) okay that would be great yes 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 that would be great too yes Also, like, again, I haven't seen this movie in a long time, but just knowing the types and and the character types that those ladies play. They're lesbians. Um, Sipsy, who is, was Cicely Tyson. Great. Uh, Tanya Pinkins. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh Uh-huh. David St. James as Big George. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Who played Big George in the Mustaine Shaw? I remember that. Big George. Danny Burstein as Ed Couch, who is Kathy
0: Bates' husband. (laughs) ha. um if we're
1: casting judy Kaye, danny seems a little
0: young that the part is also would be i would assume would be ensemble track mm. it's very small mm. i mean he's really i mean i don't know i guess you could turn it into like a featured part yeah but he's like featured in that stephanie j block's character's husband was featured in nine to right. five where he's only there for her to realize <laughs> that he's awful and that she yeah. needs to pull herself up yeah. by her bootstraps um, he's in like a lot of scenes But every single scene Is where she Like he comes home And she has dinner Waiting for him And he like Picks his plate up Off the dining room table Goes into the TV room Turns the TV on And is like Shut up and leave me alone But sure Danny, Danny, Danny But Danny's phone so, I like, can't imagine Danny Playing like a bad guy
1: Well yeah that's hard Michael X. Martin As Smokey Lonesome
0: I mean uh, Yes Michael X. Martin Yeah <laughs>
1: Smoky Lonesome Is he the sheriff? For, I don't remember Sounds like a sheriff name <laughs> Or who's, like, sniffing around trying to figure out who killed who. I don't, I don't remember. Um, Matt Cavanaugh is Grady Kilgore.
0: Who's that? I forget. Matt Cavanaugh. No, no, no. I know oh, who that is. The character. Grady Kilgore. I have no idea. Let me see. I only remember who Grady, the lesbian characters well, are, so I don't remember who anyone else was in the movie. Grady Kilgore.
1: Yeah. All these, like, men characters. You're going to be like, sure. Stabby. <laughs> he, like, isn't even big enough to be in the summary.
0: <laughs> Is he the abusive husband?
1: No, Frank Bennett, I believe, is the abusive husband. Yeah, Frank Bennett, and he cast Patrick Wilson as Frank Bennett <gasps> and said, "I really want to see him as a villain."
0: I would like to see that too. I don't. I think Patrick Wilson's too famous. Oh, yeah. But sure.
1: Yeah. Um, and David Gaines as Reverend Scroggins. You know what? This is making me
0: think of that what? we really need a musical of what Practical Magic, <gasps> right? I fucking love that movie. That movie is so Midnight good. Margaritas. Oh my god! The lime in the it's so good. It's Sandra Bullock. I mean, god. Stocker Channing. Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Stoker
1: Channing. It's great.
0: It's so good. It's so fucking good. Andy
1: Garcia. It's so not Andy Garcia. What's his name?
0: I don't know. Aiden
1: Quinn. That's almost the same thing. It's not- <laughs> <laughs> one is a Hispanic actor And one uh, is an Irish actor Oh my
0: god I love that movie yeah. I would love to see A musical of that Get on that Somebody Jesus
1: Christ. Oh my god Practical
0: Magic I love that movie That, so that much.
1: movie is Amazing It's so good Is it still on Netflix I don't know I want to watch it tonight Practical Magic Stephanie would be good In
0: the Sandra Bullock role <gasps> Oh Oh she would be great Right Yeah <laughs> Right Oh my god And Laura Benanti Could play the Nicole Kidman part <gasps> Right, yes, yep, yes, and yep. I think Stalker um, Channing could play Stalker Channing, yep, Diane Weiss could play <laughs> Diane Weiss. I was Reese. gonna say both of them come <laughs> back. <laughs> oh my god, I want to watch this tonight. I really is it on Netflix? Sydney Lucas could be in it too. Nah, no, that's too small of a role for her. All right, now she's a
1: superstar, <laughs> <laughs> soon to be Tony winning. Mm. Sydney Lucas, small cast, best movie. Who would be who would be the investigator? Stephen Pasquale.
0: Yes. Oh, we just oh, cast shoot. Laura and Stephen in another show. Damn it! Um,
1: All right, not Stephen Pasquale.
0: Will Swenson. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And who would be the bad guy who becomes a zombie? Spoiler alert. Mark Kudich. Mm. Mm. It. I. I think that's going to be more of a featured. So could be a dancer. Mm. Or could be an up-and-coming ensemble
0: member. Yeah, he needs to
1: be, like, gross. Yeah. I feel like, especially, like, he'd do a lot of physicality. Right. So probably, like, a dancer.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God, somebody write that
1: show. Yeah. Please, 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 please. Well, uh, that is our Dreamcast of Practical <laughs> Magic and Danny's Dreamcast of... Um, Fried Green Tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe I gave it the full title Wonderful. I think it should have the full title
0: I just hope that the version um, doesn't doesn't like Color Purple the lesbian stuff you know because the Color Purple yeah. musical is a little breezy over that lesbian well, stuff well yeah I think. And the movie, I mean, the movie is ambiguous, but I haven't read the book of Fried Green Tomatoes. Oh, the movie right. is like, maybe they're just friends. Um, mm. They're lesbians. Yeah. Um, and in the book, they're like lesbians. Yeah. But definitely when I watched the movie, I was like, this movie is so fucking gay.
1: Oh, it's, I mean, it's one of those movies that lesbians
0: love. And other I can't humans. I believe I didn't watch it until like I'm two months ago. Too, it's been actually. really embarrassing. <laughs> I think it be- only based on t- the title alone, I thought it was like a Steel Magnolias type of thing.
1: But Steel Magnolias is also a great movie.
0: <clears throat> no, but I'm saying that I didn't know it was a oh. lesbian movie. Oh, I didn't know that I mm. was from my people.
1: Oh yeah, it's for your people. <laughs> um. Well, thanks, Danny. Yes. Great questions, too. Great. Um, so you guys send us such great questions in Dreamcasts. We are actually going to be interviewing ah. Aaron Davey and Emily Paget ah. on Tuesday, the day after this podcast comes out. So let us know if you have any questions for them.
0: Send us some questions because I will be paralyzed in fear and awe and won't be able to speak in their presence.
1: We'll just make them sing Sideshow with us. Yep. And so let us know if you have any questions for them and, or like maybe dreamcasts for them too. Yeah. And uh, we'll get that out later this week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. Carolee, 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 Carolee
1: update.
0: She's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing. Nothing Carolee Carmelo happened this week except for the fact that her show is closing today and she's been posting things on Instagram. Well,
1: that's what I was gonna say. It's not really an update because we talked about it the last time, but her updates on Instagram Her Instagrams
0: are pretty they're fucking hilarious.
1: Great. They're I think wonderful. she found her social media she of choice because she's not she's on Twitter, but she right. doesn't really do anything. But
0: with now Twitter. that she has the Instagram. She's been like Instagramming regularly and she, she usually tweets the pictures that she also Instagrams. I don't know that she has figured out that you can share directly from Instagram onto Ah. the Twitter. Somebody tell her that she can connect Mm. those two things.
1: But sometimes I like to do a different comment Mm. on Twitter on my Instagram photo
0: versus like just the caption that it Ah. will tweet out. Ah. You can do that as well.
1: Well, right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like that so whoever, maybe.
0: I'm assuming that it was um, Andrew keenan bolger who got her onto the Instagram. So like <laughs> Andrew, there's more work to be done. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Your mission is not complete.
0: Right. Um, but her Instagrams have been great. Yeah. They're
1: real funny. Yeah. Also, um, Finding Neverland was in vogue,
0: but I don't think she was in the shoot. Yeah, she wasn't in the shoot. <laughs> I looked. I looked and she wasn't in it.
1: What else? They're doing something else. They're like going to be on CBS Sunday morning or something. And I was like, good find, Harvey Weinstein. (laughs) Doing a bang up job. Where's that cover of GQ? Man. Want a dum-dum.
0: I'm pretty, we're getting very close to Finding Neverland previews. Yeah. Very exciting. I'm so excited. I'm really curious. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see what it's like. Me too. And how it's different.
1: Me too. And Matthew Morrison. I haven't seen Matthew Morrison in anything <laughs> I've since... never seen him. Oh, I saw Light in the Piazza. Mm, that was a long time ago. Yeah. 2005. Ooh, that was 10 years ago. 10. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for the Laura Bonanti Tweet of the, of the week, week on February 9th. 10:39 p.m. Laura Bonanti tweeted in all caps. Oh my god, I almost missed National Pizza Day. Please forgive me pizza. I will never forget your special day again. <laughs> and then there's this glorious picture of pizza. a cheesy slice mm. of pizza being lifted from its brethren and just <laughs> stripping cheese. And that's really funny. Poor Laura Benanti. She probably only gets to eat one slice of pizza I was going to
0: say, because juxtapose that tweet where she's talking about pizza, and then she tweeted something else like a few days ago where she was like, I ate two hard boiled eggs for dinner. And a pickle. And a pickle. Yeah. So she's still an actress.
1: Yeah. And she's on TV now, so she's always been real skinny. Really skinny. She's always been thinner than theater actresses. Mm. And no body shaming here, just... We She's know, got a small frame. She has a small frame. And then also, we understand the demands of the business. Boom. But But um, whenever you see a TV actress oh, standing next to a theater actress In a show with theater actresses, you think theater actresses are so skinny. And then you see them next to a TV actress. And you're like, how does she stand on those legs?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: because there's only 80 pounds on top of them.
0: Yeah, it's it's bizarre. It's strange. Yeah, TV actors in real life are frighteningly skinny. It's it's uncomfortable. Yeah.
1: Eat more pizza, actresses. Yeah. If you like it. If you don't, eat what you like.
0: Yeah. That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with a Y. And at Emily Fay Oakley. And find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily.
1: Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us, and leave us a comment. We'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, Dreamcast, etc. And in the meantime, go, go see live theater!